195. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? And this is Bobby. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm pretty sure you know what's happened with the galaxy by this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know why we're all here, right? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> we don't have to recap anything. We all no. know why you tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is just a, basically a therapy session for all of us. Yeah, I'm, like, uh-huh. I, I, really do feel, I really do feel like, for me, at least this is definitely a therapy session for my feelings about the galaxy, I know listening to the other podcasts, like listening to uh, Squad Castles, listening to their show earlier today, and then uh, listening to like Corner of the Galaxy and Nag News and all those, all the other straight from the stands. Like I listen to them and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel I feel good about like my opinions and being mad and frustrated and stuff because I feel like I said it's it's like 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 ideas, like minds, you know, different perspectives, but in 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 all reality is end up leading to the same place is it's not good enough, man. It's not good enough. And there's no real We're just tired. Yeah. There's no real direction with the organization. I mean, we talked about this last week, um, uh, you know, about what was happening within the organization and how we felt about all that. So, I mean, you know, a, a lot of this is, is repeating, reiterating what happened, uh, last week where we talked about, um, but let's, let's first start with, how you guys doing? I'm, do- you know, I'm okay. I'm here. Been doing, yeah. a, been doing a lot of, I'm, I'm, I've become Mr. Green Thumb in this, uh, COVID days. Yes. Or Dr. Green lots Thumb. Of, it's mostly Dr. Of, Green lots Thumb. Lots of cactuses, right? <laughs> I've seen of, lots of cactuses happening. Lots of cacti, the, the correct plural. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, a ton of marijuana trees <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, just a whole bunch of other stuff. I've just been gardening a shit ton. Yeah. I'm that's... planning on doing my, my, uh, my actual, you know, potatoes and stuff like food, you know, like, uh, nah, man, veggies, just live on, on nopales like and, and weed, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta wait seasonal for the weed. It's not going to always be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get your cactus needles. You don't know about cactus needles. <laughs> oh, I know how to smoke my cactus. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Whoa, People at home, please do not try that at home. It's a family show. That's a joke. Actually, not a family show. Uh, <laughs> well, it depends what kind of family you are. Yeah, no one here a family show. <laughs> Galaxy family. Uh, Galaxy family. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we brought it back. Yay, we made it. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, and and Lewis, I, I assume everything uh, is is doing okay, dude. What what are you guys doing with school coming up? So I know you have I know you have one daughter graduating high school uh, and or graduated high school and, and is moving on to college, and then the other uh, uh, the other daughter is what uh, she's going into high school. She's no, she's eleven. She's going into. Okay. Fifth grade, sixth grade, sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. she's actually one one grade. Um, behind Donovan. Below, but behind Donovan, yeah. Uh, okay, so she's going in yeah. six. So she's going to go into sixth, yeah. So uh, for us, let's see. So uh, my my college-bound daughter was going to Arizona, and we convinced her not to, uh, not to go, and uh, convinced her to do at least one semester online. So because of all, everything that was going on, the... Um, the colleges actually, you know, were giving leniency to saying like, look, you know, you have to, because they, they have, um, 
we had to pay for like you know like the housing and all that stuff and everything was due on this particular date yeah. but after all this was going on it was getting worse especially in arizona when it were spiking they were saying okay you know what we're gonna go ahead if, if you want to opt out of this and you want the refund go ahead and if you want to go online go ahead so we convinced her to take at least one semester to see how it goes and see where we're at at that point yeah um over here so there's that and then the uh the school district following the decision from the uh la school district which is the biggest one basically whatever happens with la whatever decisions they make pretty much every other school district will follow so they were so our school district or her school district was on their way of, you know, all the kids are coming back, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it is what it is. And then uh, LA made their decision. So they backtracked and said, okay, so we're not going to open up, but you know, if you want to go online, you can do it online. Or if you want to homeschool, you can do that. I'm not sure if they're actually going to open or not, but she's, currently also going to do something online so okay that's good yeah like our our boys are doing are, are starting like fully remote learning and uh if they if they hadn't i would have definitely been like we're homeschooling and then going like uh what entails homeschooling because i have no idea right um, <laughs> i'd have to i'd have to figure it out really quick um but it's i mean that's good uh i i know some friends of ours uh recently uh moved to arizona uh, presumably because they were tired of the quarantine or some other I- I- situation. I don't no, know, Bobby, was, if you know what's before. going on. I don't really know but, every, everything too much, but it, it was a decision a decision that was made before. I'm pretty sure they wanted to move closer to Kelly and her dude. Yeah, so, and her and her husband, yeah. Because yeah. I think, and I also think there's other family out there, so they just wanted to be more. And then it's cheaper, too. I'm pretty sure yeah, they're renting the house sure. here, and I'm pretty sure they'll be able to own the house over there. So uh, That's good. Okay, well, good for them. I mean, but, you know, hopefully they like are smart and stay safe uh, because Arizona is one of those places that, well, I, I mean, I was going to say getting yeah. out of California is probably a good idea because we're terrible at it. Apparently yeah. we have this um, idea that we're doing okay, but we are no, so we're not. not. We're, we're so not. So not. We're okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, whatever it's, it's all a hoax and the earth is flat and uh, you know, Martians are real and, and uh, devil semen or whatever. Um, I got some devil semen here. <laughs> let's 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 talk about the galaxy, guys. I'd rather talk about devil semen. Well, a jar maybe is fifty bucks. Thing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, it's the point. same thing. Uh, do we call this episode devil semen? Yeah, of um, course. <laughs> uh, well, hi, so, uh, what else are we going to call it? Not? We're not going to come with anything more catchy than that. The galaxy crash out of the MLS's back tournament as we all expected they would um in in <laughs> I don't want to say spectacular fashion because I feel like the galaxy it, it was it was a pretty much a meh of a tournament except for that middle game um but you know they go out to uh, to Houston with a 1-1 draw a 1-1 draw that required a penalty kick and uh, where we were scored on, uh, where David Bingham's feet were caught in cement uh, that were sinking in quicksand. And, uh, you know, it didn't, didn't really matter because he's not a good goalkeeper. So I don't think uh, that was out of the ordinary. A lot of people are talking about how, uh, and I think even, we even said this last week, where we almost would have preferred if the Galaxy just had said, no, nah, you know, we're not going. 
uh, we don't think it's safe, and and so we're not going to go to uh, the tournament. That that would have uh, safe face. That might have been better, but I don't think it would have because then we wouldn't have seen the huge, huge, huge flaws really, really bubble over. I mean, we all knew that they were there, you know, we and we had talked about them for a while, but now this like double reaffirmed everything that we had been say been saying a lot of galaxy fans have been feeling for for a while now um that this there's something wrong within the organization and it's just it, something's not working something is not working the ambition is gone the the behaving like everything the big club that we're supposed to be is, is gone it's everything it's not just something it's everything's not working yeah I, uh, well, I, the social media is working. Oh, yeah. Is social it, media though? full swing. Is it? Because <laughs> I don't really find it that funny or interesting. Mm. Well, it, it's hard to, you know, sell your team when it looks like that. Yeah. And, I mean, you send and, season ticket, you send out season ticket um, uh, notifications on the day that we crash out of the tournament or, or you know, within that same couple oh, of yeah. days. I got that email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Right yeah. now? And and also, yeah, right now, like, are you They're, sure you're gonna be able to take me in the stadium next year? Do yeah, I want to go to the stadium the next only, year? The only the only thing that they were able to give you is like, well, we'll give you a full refund if it doesn't happen. Like, it's like, mm, give it to me for eighty percent off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, at least they're not gonna make us pay for our own cardboard cutouts if they can't have fans next year. Better not. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If I'm paying for a cardboard cutout, it better be whatever I want. Like they, like uh, if I send they them the be. picture, it they better print that out. If I'm paying for it, they can't be like, no, nah, we can't put this out there. No, it better be what I put up there. Yeah, and it, it should be. It I want yeah. I want an LED screen cutout for myself. Oh, mm-hmm. just I mean, my arm. My arms will stay in the same place, but I can change my face. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> just in a series of like facial uh, poses. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be cool. There you go. You want to talk about technological wonders that were supposed to be prevalent in in MLS's back tournament? Uh, you know what? It, I think the only <laughs> the only thing like Don Garbo was like, "Oh, you're, you're going to be amazed at the level of technology that we're going to have." It's like, dude, the only thing you've shown us so far is that you can put ads wherever you want. Like that's pretty yeah. much it. That and and. They have to have a controller uh, working on the sound effects for the live, o- the, the, oh, the, the, the crowd the, audience. But stuff. that's the broadcaster. That's not yeah, MLS. No, but, that's the broadcaster. No, yes, yeah, the broadcaster. Well, who, yeah, 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 that's true. It's, 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 well, I'm talking so. about MLS. But they, have, but they have to be oh. at the button. Like, this is cheer time. This yeah. is r- r- riling up. Like, whoa, oh. Like, there's has, also, they have all that there stuff. was that's also kind of a, interesting. a delay. There was also like a, a the seven second delay because they knew that players are you know, professional athletes and they go out and they say a lot of uh, stuff out on the, on the pitch when they're playing. And so that they wanted to have through. The, Cause I was, oh, yeah, was, I was, I was watching my thing. I was watching mostly uh, uh natural audio games. I never watched yeah. it really with the, with the crowd audio stuff. Cause it just, I just didn't like it. I liked hearing the, 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 players. the players. So that's how I usually watched it. But it did, but the, uh, the only two times I did, or I had to be forced to watch uh, with crowd audio um, was a, uh, I think both LA one of the LAFC game no two LAFC games and then some other games but LAFC was the only team that I came across that actually had their own chants in the yeah. crowd audio. Did you guys come across that? Did you hear any Seattle? Did you hear any 
San Jose Galaxy, I, any specific chance that we have at from our home? Because they, did. I got, I got the San Jose, I got the San Jose ones during one of the Galaxy matches. I did hear Galaxy chants. Um, sorry, I got the Seattle one. The San Jose, uh, the San Jose crowd noise did get piped in, and it just turned out that it sounded like uh, natural sound because there's nobody going to San Jose games. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, no, 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 but I, I did hear a, a few of them, that, and that was specifically for Fox. Fox was doing the, the crowd noise um, versus ESPN was doing the, the natural sound, as, as Bobby's referring well, they, to. Yeah, yeah, Fox had the options for both. ESPN mostly did natural, and then the TUVN did... Uh, oh, yeah, TUVN did their own. Modes. That's right. And and it, it wasn't until, I think it was after... That first game that I realized, like, oh, I should just be watching these on TUDN because it so it makes for a much, much more interesting game with the Spanish announcers. But then the one I did not find uh, it more. The, I don't the, find the Spanish following, announcers more interesting anymore. For me, that's the done. following. <laughs> the following uh, game that I watched was one of the worst Spanish commentating games I've ever heard. So I, I don't know. I haven't heard a real I, good one in a long time from now. But, seriously. But now that tournament is over, and uh, wait, is it over? Well, it's well, over for us. us. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're, we'll still watch. Oh, we're, we'll st- we're still watching because we're MLS people. I mean, yeah, I've missed a few games here and there. Like, I'm like, oh, a game. Oh, but still paying attention. And it's almost I, I over, getting, right? Like, it's just a, uh, just a few more rounds. Yeah, I think the, the, the semifinal round or the, no, the quarterfinal round starts. Quarterfinals is Friday? Or the weekend starts on Thursday tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday. Philadelphia versus Kansas City, which pff, Kansas City barely got by. Man, that was a, that was a surprise to me against Vancouver. They barely eked by Vancouver. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of teams just eked by their team. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, I mean, two teams got through just because of penalty kicks. You yeah. know, and it was like through. I mean, Cincinnati. Sh- Cincinnati should have won that game. They should have won that, that game. game. You it see that two, miss? Was, yeah. Yep. Oh God! The two, the two, poor, those two poor penalty kicks fucked them over, and that's because they have no experience. They're too new, you know. But they could have got that game. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that we're talking about Cincinnati advancing in the playoffs in a group that MLS, featured bro. Atlanta and New York, and yes, you can say this is MLS, and that is kind of on brand. That it's the wackiness of the league; it's so unpredictable. So. It kind of held true, but my point is, look at the the teams that went on. You had San Jose playing attractive soccer all of a sudden. Orlando playing attractive soccer all of a sudden. Cincinnati advancing. Meanwhile, the Galaxy are stuck in this reverse that they cannot seem, or maybe they don't want to get out of. Because I don't is, think they realize they're in the ditch, dude. Or, or maybe they don't realize it. They and, refuse and to acknowledge that they're in the ditch. I, I, I'm not lost. I'm not lost. Shut up. I'm finding my way. They're like the old school dad that is like yeah. refuses to admit that he's lost. Just look at the map, dude. Just look at the map. Yeah, It's, it's absolutely. I mean, I, I kind of used up all my anger in the last episode. Obviously, it was yeah. kind of peak. And for what it's, I mean, for what it's worth, I, I, I kind of already knew. I think we all knew what was going to happen. And in all honesty, if it, if it wasn't for Zlatan, 
every game against LAFC probably should have ended in yeah. that type of fashion. Totally. If, if we're being co- completely honest, every single time we went up against them, we were a massive underdog. We were supposed to get routed every single game. The only reason that we didn't was because of Zlatan and his debut and how he just fucked with them the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah, just everything. The game, the, yeah. the psychological edge, yeah. the, everything, everything. Just everything. So you obviously, you and now you take him away. And, broke, and we He broke about, one of their goalkeepers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he broke one of the. I mean, he even broke Vela. Let's just be honest. At some point, like, you could, like, he was, he admitted so that, you know. Yeah, Vela kind of was like a throw his yeah. hands up in the air kind of person at that moment. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh. He recovered. He recovered. No, yeah, yeah he because recovered. he doesn't have to worry about him. Because he doesn't have to worry about him no more. That's yeah. a, That's the recovery. But the thing is, is that you, we, we talked about this, you know, if, if, when you take Zlatan away, who do you have that is going to step up? Who's going to be that general? Who's the one that's going to get everybody pumped up for any game? You know, who's going out there and, you know, leading these guys, carrying this team on their back. And then we have nobody on that team. We kind of said that already. And it kind of showed in that last game. So, all my anger, like all they my want, frustration. It, it looks like they want to pass the buck, though, too. They don't want to be the the leader. They want to be like, "What about you? What about you? What about you?" Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part they're of not, not having a leader. Is that they're, no they're, one is stepping up? So that that's kind of that's kind of to be expected. If no one is yeah. stepping up to be a leader, it shows yeah, you're you're leaderless. Like yeah, they're gonna be walking around saying, "Okay, well, what are we gonna do?" So, I mean, for for me, I. I Obviously, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm happy, but I, I'm not going to be angry the way I was in the last game. I, I, I'm kind of over it, and I've accepted. Uh, I have accepted, actually, after the Vancouver game, that this is my team currently. It's not going to get any better. It, it's, it's going to be the same thing over and over and over again. And you watch the Houston game, and granted that, when you watch the Houston game, you played better than you have in the previous two games. But that could also be that you were playing Only. Houston, who is also just as bad. It was also and it was also because the young bloods actually wanted to go out there and play their hearts out. They were well, I mean, cra- they, they were they, they weren't the greatest. They they were doing the most, and they were yeah. making more uh, things happen than well, what, anybody that has in the last few games. One of the major changes in this game, and again, you can call it a coincidence or you can call it the fact that you were playing uh, an inferior opponent because the other two opponents without, actually... Without their, without their, their main right, Without uh, their main scoring star. threat. Right. Yeah. You took out people, which was probably should have been the decision anyway, especially At after the end of last game. year. <laughs> At the yeah. end of last year, dude. Yeah. By far, he should not be anywhere near that starting lineup. He should not be playing on this team anymore. You put into Pew, who the first two games of the season against Vancouver and Houston did very well. Did very well. I, you know, I understand that this rookie is not going to just take people's starting spot. I get that that wasn't going to happen. But after that first game where he came back, it should have been no. You know what? It's the Pews. It's the Pews. And Again, you can call it a coincidence, but this was the best defensive performance that the Galaxy put in those three games. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was so bad. Again, it, it was it was not horrible, yeah. but it was the best. It was the best that we that we've seen. And again, could very well just be, you know, Houston. And, and, and do you think do you think that Insua looked better 
playing again. Next to he he also improved. I want to say that Depew was probably a, um, a factor in that as well. But again, it's hard for me to gauge because again, you're playing a Houston side that wasn't all that great, and I still expected us to lose to Houston. By the way, but I knew that going in that look, Houston is pretty bad. I know that this is a a, uh, a beatable team, and going into that game, we still had a shot at the playoffs. We win by three goals. The Galaxy technically still. Indeed held their destiny in their own hands and you know yeah for what it's worth again you look at the stats in this game and they dominated they had 64 percent possession the total shots that they had they had 14 that was uh, more than houston but only by two they had six on target houston had four so again somewhat even but still an edge to the galaxy passes was they, they practically almost doubled it. 496 passes for the Galaxy completed to 285 for Houston. So, stat-wise, you would think that the Galaxy would have been better than a 1-1 draw, especially with that one goal coming from a injury-time penalty kick. So, yeah. the Galaxy did create their chances, but they didn't finish them. Again, just plug in another episode... <laughs> and going here, it's the exact same thing When you've got Zubak leading your line, we, we've all known <laughs> we've all known for a very long time, Zubak is not good enough. He's not an MLS caliber player. We talked about last week that, you know, I don't even know if he's a USL caliber player. Um, but he's, you know, he, he's not it. You can see, and, and he missed a lot of chances in that first half. And if we had, I, I'll even go as far as to say, if we had Chicha in there instead of Zubak, he would have put away some of those chances that he had. Um, it's a lot of just inexperience and bad decision making and lack of talent. Like there's no two ways about it. You know, Zubak is is not talented. Um, that that one that he that he didn't even try for at the end. Like he stopped running. Um, like he didn't he, finish he, the run. Yeah, I mean, there were so that, many chances. I will go. I, that I'll even be like, all right. At that point, he doesn't think that. He, like, you know, Pavon is on such a different level that no, even that, his own teammates. A- don't don't see it, and yeah, maybe he was gassed because again, that one was all him sucked. though. That one what? wasn't because Pavon yeah. is like some more intellectual player. That that was nothing. That was expect, just him giving up. That was him giving Zubac. up. I don't no, expect Zubac to go for that. You know what I mean? Like no, I don't see that, him have the brain, the but he already, brain to but go he already for had, it. But he already that's you don't need soccer brains for this. He already gave up running towards the box before yeah. that. He didn't yeah, even need I, to think. It would have been in his feet. Because he's not feet. a good player. Because well, he's yeah, not a good but, player, and he's not used to playing with good players, so he doesn't understand that that's where he needs to be. You know what I'm I mean? A, I don't know, man. I'm just I, saying all he had to do was just complete. I'm not run. saying. Look, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, ending Zubac. I am not. I'm not excusing Zubac. I'm just saying this is how my brain is, you know, creating this this uh, um, logic of like, why didn't he go for that? Is uh, I have to consign that he's not good, so he's. You know he's not expected to be good. He was never gonna get. He was never gonna go for that ball. You know what I mean? Like that's how I have to square. Um, I mean, I, I get what I get what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just kind of embarrassing. Zubac should never be on the field ever again. There's a lot of players on this Galaxy team yeah. that shouldn't yeah. deserve to be I on mean, the field look, or to uh, wear that shirt again. Ever. A lot of people. A lot of people keep talking about Sebastian Legette. Let's not go there. Um. <laughs> Oh, there, there's a listener question about this. There, I am. I am. If there is one thing I'm going to get mad at, it's going to be him. 
You're going to get mad about Legit? I am going to get mad about Legit. Okay. Uh, I mean, if if I may, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's why yeah, that's why I brought it up. This I mean, the for, therapy session is the for Lewis. Yeah. For <laughs> me, look, Legit has always been a How did Legit make And I've feel? always been... Legend has always He's been telling you, let one him of those speak. Guys. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> a guy that we have for how many years now have we said that this guy is going to be better yeah. at some point? Like he's, he's gonna, gonna put, he's gonna he's put gonna, it together. He's gonna turn yes. that corner. We're gonna see that yes. form. Yeah. Right. And and again, for what it's worth, I think he started to see that a couple years ago. Um, where he got his call up to the national yeah, team, right he scored his goal in World Cup qualifying, and then you know, he gets injured, and then we blame the injury for him not going back to that uh, same form that he had for, you know, a small amount of games. Because that wasn't then, true. Right. And then... And then he he the guy back. was out for over a year. Yeah, he, he was, was out for a long time. Injured that's for over saying. a year. That's why we're saying, because yeah. that was the truth. Yeah. Like, we weren't going to hate on him, you know? Right. We understood. Right. So then he comes back, and then, you know, he's playing subpar. And again, we're, we're blaming it on the injury, and then, and then we blame it on Zlatan, saying that look, he he hijacked the team, and he's not letting everyone else play their game. Everyone has to pass the ball to him. Everyone is afraid to shoot. Nobody is allowed to shoot except for Zlatan, uh, unless Zlatan makes that final pass for you to shoot. I mean, those uh, so many excuses for everybody. Then Lejet goes on a podcast and starts airing out all this stuff about Zlatan, how he's so mean to him. And it's not, he doesn't want to play anymore because he's just too mean. Um, and he wants to walk off the field. And you split the fan base right there 50 50. Either you're soft or you agree with him. Now I know he's soft. Well, look, and, and I don't want to. I don't want to agree uh, with him. Isn't where you agree with him being soft? No. And I don't I want, and I don't want to go. Look, here's the thing we, we talk a lot about how. Uh, there's a problem with uh, mentality. There's a problem with uh, it culturally in 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 America about uh, about uh, mental health, right? No, no, there's no, no. A, hold on a second. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me okay, let okay. me get to my point. Let me get to my point. I let you talk. Okay. There's a problem with mental health in and and the um and the sort of stigma that comes with uh, uh, needing you know either needing help, needing therapy, or or having issues, having cases where you catch feelings easily, whatever, whatever. And especially in professional sports, somebody who has mentality issues, oh, they're soft. They're not cut out to be a pro player. But like, dude, this is, I mean, this profession is like any other profession in the world. You have, you have mental, you have, you do have issues where people have mentality issues. I mean, we talked about it with Landon Donovan. Wow. Right. Right. Is that, is this not something that we've talked about, about Landon Donovan? How like oh when he took his sabbatical? Go ahead, go 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 ahead and finish finish this thought, David. Finish what you're saying, David. Yeah, go ahead and finish your thought. I'm about about to wreck you. Okay, we talked about this one with Landon where we said, oh, you know, uh, uh, even you said, Lewis, like, oh, if he would have said this was a personal issue, then I would have given him a a pass. But like, dude, that's what mental health is. It's personal issues, right? So I'm not excusing Legette. I'm I, I I think that the two things can be separated. He can have, uh, um you know, personality issues with his coworkers and he can have 
um, sort of this, you know, kind of whiny mentality about, you know, whatever it is, but that doesn't excuse the the talent level that this person has as a, as a, as a player. And you have to, you, you can make that separation between performance and, and talent, which I think we, he's hit his ceiling. And I don't think that he, we, we can't expect them to get better anymore. And I don't think that that's a mentality, uh, sorry. I don't think that's because he's soft. I think it's because he's hit his peak and that's it. Like there's nothing, we shouldn't be expecting much more from him. Mm-mm. Okay. Lewis. So yeah, I, I'm going to say a couple things. Number one, I'm going to address that. Jet. I'm not, when I'm saying he's soft, I'm not saying that anything about mental issues. I'm saying that he is okay with being mediocre. Okay. His, his post on Instagram, where, where this is all stemming from, where yeah. he said, nobody said trusting the process was going to be easy. That's that was an ex- yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so we'll go ahead. That the fans pretty much ripped them apart. And what did he do? He turned the comments off. Like you're not gonna make a statement like that and be a little bitch and then turn the comments off. Like you know what you're saying, and if you didn't, then you deserve everything that's coming to you. Like I'm not saying that he is like has personal issues. I'm just saying that he's mentally weak. He settles for mediocrity. Okay. If Zlatan, I mean, I, I know I'm a little late to this, but I finally got around to watching The Last Dance. And you're watching Michael Jordan, the greatest player that has ever played that game, and how much of an asshole he was. Yeah, but that motherfucker carried his team to six fucking championships. He carried the okay? team. He also had people start believing in themselves. Yeah. He also started having people actually work for like work better yeah. and play yeah. better. It's the same thing with Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, they said he was such an asshole. But you know what? He was just telling you directly what you're doing wrong and what you yeah. need to fix. You can't be sitting around. David, it's not a mental issue if a coach is telling you you're not working hard enough. And then you're like, oh, no, yeah. you're doing it too. Is, like, the, coach, on. is the coach the telling second- him that? No, the but second- Zlatan is the leader of the team. He was yeah, the captain yeah, yeah, of the yeah, team, yeah. and he can yeah. speak that way to him. Okay, so the, and, and the second part that I, that I want to say, because I said I'm not attacking his mental status. I'm talking about maybe his heart in that, you know what, I, I don't want to do what, you know, what, what I have to do to get to another level, which is, by the way, the argument that I've had for, it's not American athletes. It's American soccer athletes. It's the soccer athletes that have this, stigma of I'm okay being average. I'm okay being an MLS and not going anywhere else and not going higher. I'm okay being where I am at. I am comfortable. Other athletes have that, look, I want to be at the pinnacle of my sport and I want to keep going. It's the the U.S. soccer, uh, the U.S. male soccer players that had a problem being mediocre. Now, as far as mental health, and what you're talking about Donovan, you just made a complete 180 because you, and I, and I distinctly remember this because I said, we don't understand mental health in this country. And yes, if Donovan said, I have personal issues, I got some things that I need to deal with. I would have given them pass. What did you say? They make too much fucking money. They make too much fucking money for them to have mental health problems. They need to play. You need to shut up and play. You make too much money. I have problems of my own. I make less money than you. I don't get to take time off. You don't get to take time off. So you've already made a I don't recall ever saying that. No. You said that. I distinctly remember that. I distinctly remember that argument. You said that they don't get a pass. They make too much money to get a pass. They are professional athletes. They're not allowed to have mental health issues. 
I distinctly remember that conversation. I don't know, man. That sounds that sounds like a Lewis thing to say. That, no. that does not sound like something no. I would have said. No. Because you know, because you know, no, going back, because... I defended Donovan for all of his for his sabbatical. I defended him for all of the the the, the breaks that he took and how like you know he would take practices off. I I'm like, hey, look, whatever, man. The, his talent level says that that he was at a point, and and I don't remember getting on Lanny Donovan about I, I don't remember like if it was on the pod or off the pod. I, I actually don't recall that. I don't remember if it was on the record or not. Um I'm not gonna go back and try to listen and, to 194 and, episodes. And, but, and, but, and, uh, and to be fair, and to be fair, you know I like to play devil's advocate. Well okay, well then that's your problem because now you're switching <laughs> going back and forth. So I don't know exactly where you stand on that. So mm-hmm. I mean, it, so when I'm calling the whole thing is when I'm calling legit. I, I don't want to point that out because I I quickly got your 180 right there. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Because <laughs> you were complete on a, on the on the other side of that issue. But what I'm saying with legit, look, th- the guy is soft in that he's just not competitive anymore, and he has given us everything that he's going to give us. And no, we can't expect him to up his game anymore. He's past that point. He has given us everything that he has given us, and the fact that he made that that comment is unbelievable that he's okay with this that's basically what he's saying i'm okay with this it's okay it's not the end of the world guys it happens just 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 it's cool it's cool i don't i don't have a problem with that i have a major problem with that i have a major problem with anybody in this organization that tells me what is happening right now is okay and that is exactly what the organization is telling me right now and i'm not okay with that nobody out there should be okay with that that this organization that prides itself on its history and what they've accomplished is okay with what is happening or what has been happening with this organization for the past four years, five years. Yeah. It's and, not and, okay. And you, at, and, and you look at you you look at uh the galaxy, they go home, they get one a single point, two points out of five games. And then you, you turn around and you look at a team like Atlanta United. Atlanta United fired their coach for going three and out and not scoring a goal in the entire yep, tournament. Yep. They Crazy. fired we said, their coach. We said we didn't think anybody should get fired after these performances, and, but and then and then I we started talking about how Yeah. And then we started talking about how Scalotto was on the hot seat and maybe they should consider it. But then Atlanta United turns around and basically says that was not okay. This is unacceptable. This is not stand for the level of of stature that we a two-year-old or three-year-old club is that has won a championship already there's won multiple trophies if you count the the you know interleague whatever tournament that they're that they're doing they've won multiple trophies at this point they are setting the standard they are the standard bearers yeah they come out and they say this is unacceptable that guy we're mutually parting ways and, and and when and, I hear mutually parting ways in this in this fashion, it's pretty much me thinking this is Carlos Bocanegra and and uh, Arthur Blank going to Frank DeBoer and going, "Hey Frank, uh, we're we're no longer going to employ you. Do you, do you agree that we're no longer going to employ you?" And Frank <laughs> yeah. DeBoer has to go, uh, "Yeah, I guess so. If you're if you're getting rid of me, and go, okay, good. We're, then we're mutually parting ways. Goodbye." Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I kind of felt the same way. Like, you don't mutually part ways after three games. Uh, five games, if you want to count the first two games played. This is this is the, 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 the culture that we were talking about uh, in 
the last episode and what we have been talking about for a couple of years now. Something that DTK was brought in to do. And we'll, we'll double back to this. But Atlanta has set the standard for what a winning mentality and what a winning franchise should look like and what should they when they should be striving for. Frank DeBoer was fired for after what you said, going 0-3 without scoring a goal in a tournament that really didn't mean anything. That was put together yeah, and was forced and, and forced upon the players. Let's just be honest. It, it was forced upon the players. And it didn't really mean much. Not really that much was at stake. And Atlanta still said it's not good enough. Well, because I think it was I think a lot of it had to do with the way that that the players reacted to Frank DeBoer last year when he came in. Right. Uh, the way that the way that uh, Atlanta went out, spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money on on Barco. They spent a lot of money on Piti Martinez. Um, you know, they, they re-signed. Unfortunately, they had their, their injury in, in not having uh, Jose Martinez. But, um, you know, they're not afraid to go out there and keep raising the bar the way the Galaxy used to. You right. know, they're and, not afraid and to do it. Right. And, and everybody talks point. about everybody talks about LAFC. Oh, LAFC. Woo, they're the everybody wants to suck their dick right now. That's not they're not the standard bearers. They haven't won shit. They haven't won a single goddamn thing. Well, it's not even Atlanta that. United. Atlanta. Atlanta United, who has lifted trophies, multiple, like I said, multiple trophies in their short time that they've been in the league, broken transfer records, and signaled they they are the the new big club in MLS. And then they go, they do they do something like this. I I think it was harsh, uh, because as you know, last year Atlanta ended up finishing second in the East, um, but it signals. The, le- the where they want to be, it it tells everybody straight away, this is who we are, and then and now here's and here's the best part about Atlanta is now they get to go out, they get to have their picket coaches, and they're gonna say, hey, this is our level, this is what we expect, we want to be the best team in the league, we're gonna set the standard, you can you have the opportunity to come here and set a new standard for this growing league. And that's something, and they 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 can go out there and they, and you know they've already been rumored to big uh, uh, coaches. You know they're talking about Javier Aguirre. They're talking about uh, who's the other one from uh, Argentina? Boca, I mean uh, Rivers. Um, coach, Marcelo right? Gallardo. Yeah, um, and which, and we, I, which would which would reunite him with Piti Martinez yeah. while he was named South American Player of the Year. Yeah, and and we know Piti has not been good since he came to MLS because he doesn't have the pieces around him. I I just I mean. The, the thing is with, with Atlanta, and, and you said it, they, they are the absolute standard bearers in every sense of the way. Atlanta entered the league, and they showed everybody how to do it, not only on the field, but off the field. Like, the business side of it. You, you get a young guy from South America. You scout. Make sure that, I mean, you're building a team from scratch. Tata Martino had the ability, had a whole year, to go out there and build his team exactly the way he wanted. And he did it to perfection. Yeah. Came up short in the first year, the first season, he was already one of the favorites to go on. And, you know, inexperience probably cost him in that opening round. Came back the next one and just blew everybody away. Lifted up, lifted up the trophy right there and then. Atlanta got the coach, Atlanta got the players. Then, you went out and flipped Almiron for a hefty profit. And they're expecting to do the same way. Now, like you said, everyone's sucking LAFC's dick as if they're the one invented things. No, they're 
mimicking what Atlanta did. Bob Bradley had a whole year to build his team, and he did it. And he did it, again, pretty much to perfection. And, again, the business side of this, the youth you know, academy, like, you know, all of this, it's mimicking Atlanta. They're the, they are the ones that you should be mimicking. And the fact that, like, Frank DeBoer was hired the exact same time that GBS was. And if you look back at the 2019 season, Atlanta was by far the superior team. If you look at the standings, though, if the Galaxy would have won their last two games the way they should have, the Galaxy would have finished second in the Western Conference at 57 points. Atlanta had 58 points. So yeah, almost similar, tied. almost, almost yeah, tied. Exactly. Very, very similar seasons. Very similar seasons. Very up and down. A lot of turmoil. A lot of uh, tactics being questioned by the coach. A lot highly, of substitutions. Highly, highly touted yes. South American players. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, 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 they're pretty much identical. Then you go into this tournament, both of them crash and burn. Okay? Both of them crash and burn. And Atlanta says, nope, not good enough. After three games. And here we are. In Galaxy Land, trust the process. Saying, trust the process. Which, by the way, I have no idea what that means. And again, I want to double back to that at some point. But here we are, and th- and when I'm saying that the org- the organization is okay with what's going on, it's because nothing's being done. Atlanta said, "We're not okay with this. We need to change something. This is what we're changing." The Galaxy, meanwhile, haven't done anything. They are telling you we are okay with this. That's what they're saying. The fact that GBS still has a job right now. After showing us absolutely nothing different, absolutely no creativity I mean, from it, this it, offense. I mean, nothing, nothing whatsoever, but crosses, crosses, crosses. That's the one thing that improved from game one <laughs> to game three in, the, in this tournament. I'm not even joking about this. More numbers, more numbers does not equal improvement, though, Lewis. I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't. But in GBS's mind, it has to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he truly believes that he should have won most of these games. And then the game that he gets blown out of, he throws his players on the bus. And yet, DTK has so far not pulled the trigger on this guy. He is saying, this is okay. Now, I understand that DTK should not be in the hot seat for that one coach. But you really, really, really have to just look at him and say, when is enough enough? Because it seems that everybody in Galaxy Land and everybody in the MLS community, because even the commentators said so. Like, there's nothing on this offense. There's no creativity. All they're doing is crossing aimlessly. That is their strategy. Something's got to change. This is not good enough for this organization. Apparently, everybody sees this except for the one person that should be seeing it and the one person that has the power to do something about it. And right now, as of this moment, nothing has been done. So right now, DTK is saying, I am okay with this. And that is wrong for an organization that completely just falls back on its history. You're not doing anything else to prove to me that you're not even looking toward the future anymore. You're going to be writing your history until God knows when. And for what it's worth, I get it. They tried. They went out and got DTK. They didn't hire another, but uh, you know, Klein didn't hire another buddy of his. He got someone that was competent. 
And he then hired Scalotto, which at the time we thought was amazing. It didn't work out. Cut your losses. Admit that you were wrong. Admit that this is not going the way that you were planning to go. And start anew. But Get another but, coach. But, but you have to wonder, is the pressure there? Is the pressure from the upper management there? It doesn't appear to be. It doesn't because appear to be. But, but is, is the pressure from DTK coming? Is the pressure from Klein on DTK going? Is the pressure on... Is the pressure from Beckerman to, to Klein? I mean, to... Uh, yeah, yeah, to, to Klein. Is that there? I, I mean... I don't even know how to answer that. Because you would think that DTK would know when something is wrong. He would, you know... He, he would know how to fix something. He would know when... Okay, we're not headed in the right direction. We got to take a different course. We need to fix this. I'm done with being patient. Atlanta was done with being patient. Yeah. That's why they're lifting up trophies. We don't have that expectation anymore. The Galaxy at one point in their history fired a guy who had their team in first place because they didn't look good enough. Now you're telling me that the shit that we're seeing right now on the field currently... The worst start in franchise history, and it's okay. Trust the process. Trust the process. By the way, so let me, let, let me go ahead and get into that. If you continually tell me to trust the process, at this point, you need to tell me what that process is. You yeah. need to tell me in detail what you're doing. You need to tell me exactly what your plan is. And tell me how long I have to trust this. Because we've been hearing this since 2017. Yep. And I haven't seen... Much improvement. Nope. So we have, we have not flattened the curve on the process yet. Lewis. No, we have not. You need to tell me what this process is. Because I genuinely do, don't understand. I don't understand what I'm supposed to be looking for. I don't understand what I'm, what I'm supposed to be waiting for. When is this supposed to take effect? Let me know in detail. Let, lie to me, but tell me something. Don't tell me trust the process. Do you know what the process is? Or you just fucking try and pull shit out of your ass. I know Klein was doing that for a while. Is DTK on a, uh, in the same boat here? Because you need to tell me what you're doing. We we expected in 2019. We had Christian Miles. Uh, I forgot to mention that. We, we had Christian Miles preview the 2019 season. Going back to what I was saying about Atlanta. And I asked him, look. Look at the guys that we brought in. We have Zlatan. This is his last year. We can't waste him. We need to make a cup run this year. We have a lot of guys that are on loan for one year and one year only. These are not long-term contracts where you're building something. These are loans. Antuna was alone. Alvarez was alone. Polenta was alone. They're billed for a cup run now. And I asked Christian Miles, is this MLS Cup or bust? And is it a failure if they don't win or at least get to that championship game? And I had it in a... An answer prepared regardless of how we how we went. If he said yes, I play devil's advocate and go the other way. If he says no, I play devil's advocate, they'll go the other way. But he gave the perfect answer. He said no. And the reason is that Atlanta United, they've changed this completely. It's mm. not built for just one season anymore. <clears throat> you need to have a game plan. And I couldn't, I couldn't get around that. That was the perfect answer. Yeah. One hundred percent that's the perfect answer. Oh, Christian Miles is a smart guy. Yeah, he is. He is. And I mean He's way better at this than us. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. One hundred percent for sure. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but the thing, the thing is, is that like you know, I mean, the arrogance, the galaxy privilege, the thing that we yeah. you know, talked yeah. about, the galaxy privilege of we don't we don't need to do those things. We're the galaxy. Th- th- this will write itself. Maybe that's trust the process. We're the galaxy, so this will eventually fix itself. Don't worry. That crest is going to fix everything, and we're going to get back to the top. We're not doing anything to do it, but it will fix itself. Don't worry about it. We're somebody, good. Somebody smarter than than uh, than I, I. I think I think the problem here is that there was always somebody else smarter in the room than than the the people that are now making the the decisions. And they expect that those people will still write the ship and make those decisions. And then they're they're not smart enough to realize that now they're the ones that are supposed to be making the decisions. And there's nobody behind them to fix whatever problems they're they're creating. Like it, it's it's a Yeah, I I, I mean I, I don't know. Like I said, they they don't even realize that they've driven into the ditch. They're too stubborn to admit that they're in the ditch. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is is that I, you guys saw, you guys saw, I'm not sure if you guys uh, saw this in our on Twitter. Uh, I think it was MLS who, who tweeted out the, the teams that actually have, um, no, you, you retweeted it, right? Staffs. I retweeted it. Yes. Um, the teams that have analytical staffers and the teams that don't. And granted that, that it's not a, you know, concrete where if you do have one, you want trophies because the people that they're some of the teams that have, Analytical staffers include Colorado, <laughs> um, Cincinnati, Houston. So you know, no trophies there. But you look at the other side of the of the the teams that don't have an analytical staff. Orlando makes sense. Vancouver makes sense. Montreal makes sense. Chicago makes sense. Austin, you're doomed. Miami starting to make sense. You know, the outlier here, New York, no trophies, kind of makes sense. The outlier here is maybe Kansas City, but they haven't lifted a trophy. They've been consistent, but they haven't lifted a trophy. Portland, yeah, but but when you got a when you get a guy like Peter Vermees in charge at Kansas City who virtually controls everything, I think that's yeah, I think that's kind of like where you you yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a little bit of an outlier there. Then you have the Galaxy. The Galaxy, who, like I said, at one point, what a team were the standard bearers. And, and, and here's the thing, Lewis: a team that, even though they may not, it, let's say they were successful, and they, they don't even need an analytic an analytics person. They should still have one, just because. Well, which is actually, again, I find it kind of weird for you to say because you. Well, you know, I've come around on that. I don't know. Okay, I've, I've come okay. around on that, and 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 again, collecting the data is fine, but you can't, you can't use that data to say, okay, I'm building the perfect team. Like it's, it's not possible. Soccer is not a game. Soccer is not a game of, of, of that. Well, I'm not in Well, again, I, I'm not. You can uh, use, you can use that. Okay. You can have that data and you can say, and you can model it. And you can say, okay, here's, here's how we can use it. It matters on, on, on what the person uh, on the, on the other side is doing with that data. Right. Uh, you can collect all the data and the, give it to the coach, give it to Scarlotto, and he's going to go, oh, how many crosses? Right. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it it, it, it takes a, the mind to be able to use that to your advantage. 
But you also have to be open to that data. If, if the data is telling you, okay, and again, I, I don't know how these numbers are broken down. If the data is telling you, hey, you have no penalty kick takers, you go, hmm, I wonder how much a cheap, uh, uh, I wonder how cheap I can get a good penalty kick taker for. Her. I mean, but the thing is, is that like again, I, I'm I'm not about to t- try to educate everyone as to what these guys do and how they're how it's being used and what they're gathering and how you can use it. That's on them. That's why they do what they do. It's not just, hey, this guy scores a lot of goals, so get him. And this guy has a lot of assists. So if you put those two together, they should work together. That's not how it works. You know, there's a lot of micro numbers, a lot of micro analytics here that I have no idea how it's being done, recorded, what they're looking for. That's why they do what they do. But it's up to the coach to be open to it. Okay, well, what exactly am I supposed to be doing here? Like, like, Lead me down this road. Tell me what this means. What should I be looking for? And if, the, and if this apartment says, look, this is probably not the guy. I know it looks good on paper, but he's probably not the guy. You might want to go for this guy. And he's cheaper or whatever. Whatever the case is. Okay? But the fact that you're not doing this, even if it's just a, a small edge, it's an edge. When you, when you reach professional sports, any edge is absolutely critical. 10% edge, it doesn't matter. It's a 10% edge. That is absolutely massive, especially in a league that stresses parity. And the teams that are good already have that advantage. Atlanta's on the, on the list. LAFC's on the list. Seattle's on the list. They've lifted trophies. Toronto's on the list. They've lifted trophies. So it just baffles me that the Galaxy are still stuck in, this, in their old glory days, as if, as if they're going to come back magically. They're not, they're not moving forward the way they once were. And I just don't understand it. I, I don't see how, like, we were the last team to sign a South American player. That is absolutely absurd. How? How are we I the mean, last team to sign a South American player when the entire be, league has been doing it for years? To be fair, we, we've signed Brazilians in the past. We can't be the last team to sign a South American player. But I mean, like th- those Brazilian players, and the thing is that they're not going down to Brazil. Most of these, m- most of these players are coming from Argentina. They're coming from Colombia. They're coming from Paraguay now. Now they're coming from Uruguay. They're not going down to Brazil. Brazilians have not really been successful in MLS. Not really. You've had like a couple of outliers here and there, but overall, the Brazilians kind of struggle in this league. I don't think their style fits it here. The Argentines have been successful. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not you know guaranteed, but the Argentines have been successful. Colombians has been have been successful. We're starting to see now that Uruguayans are successful. You go down there and 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 dude, scout again a department that we've talked about it before. Again, also lacks in the galaxy. Our scouting department is what? Jovan Karoski? Jovan Karoski. Yep. Yeah, that's our scouting department. We are so far behind. It is so upsetting. It is so disturbing, and they don't see it. They don't want to see it. You shouldn't be okay with this. I don't think I, I honestly, I don't know many Galaxy fans that are okay with this. Um, and going into going into what we're presuming to be the rest of the regular season, uh, the athletic released an article today. Uh, going over some of the details of, of what the rest of the season is going to look like um, after the MLS's back tournament, the, the Copa Rona. Um, 
MLS wants to resume the league starting August 22nd. Um, they're going to be regionalizing all the the teams. So, like, everybody, you know, they'll probably create um, a bunch of little micro conferences. And, uh, you know, we'll play LAFC four times because who doesn't want four <laughs> El Traficos? Um uh, you know, we'll play, San, we'll play San Jose five times. We'll play, you know, probably Portland, Seattle, maybe Salt Lake. Um, and and the Canadian teams are all just going to have to play each other for a bunch of times. It's going to be like it's going to be like every time the U.S. Uh, women's national team had a friendly, it was always against Canada because there's nobody else at their level, you know, yeah. like Canada. So, yeah, we're going to play Canada again. Uh, it's like, you know, anytime the U.S. scheduled a, a friendly, oh, we'll play Mexico. Um, it's going to be like that for the rest of the year. And so um, presumably they're going to complete the, the season. They're going to have their plan is to have 18 games, uh, nine home, nine away. Um, it, and it's going to be a question of how they're going to then figure out a playoff, because what if one of the Canadian teams is going to make the playoffs? I mean, they have to, because they're only playing each other. So at least one team from Canada is going to make a playoff. Right. Right. Um, uh, you know, right now, the Canadians teams aren't allowed to travel into the U.S. And if they do, they can't come back. They can't go back into Canada. So how is that going to how is that going to work? Um, some markets are discussing whether or not they can have fans the way the USL is coming in. By the way, USL. Uh, Galaxy 2 today, their game against San Diego Loyal at the, at, uh, the Diggity was postponed because somebody tested positive for covid and there's no there's no guarantee who it is or 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 you know it could be somebody outside of the team it could be galaxy two person could be somebody on on the loyal it could be a broadcaster who knows somebody did so they had to postpone the game out of an abundance of uh caution fine good uh why do you have fans there in the first place you know because right now no you reason could go to a galaxy two game there's no reason for a fan to go to and for and and i mean seriously if you guys are if you guys as fans are going to Galaxy 2 games, what are you thinking? I hope you're wearing your masks. I hope you're you're keeping yourself as far away from anybody else as possible. But like, watch it on TV. It's 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 simple. Um, if the if the season resumes, they've already said NYCFC isn't going to be playing at Yankee Stadium because the Yankees are playing there. And right now, with the the condensed schedule to uh, Major League Baseball. There's no way that they're going to make room for NYCFC. So they're probably going to have to play at Red Bull Arena or they're probably going to have to play at that like uh, college sports park that they played their last year's playoffs in. I mean, this is uh, uh, like the Galaxy, just a huge mess. And, and granted, look, the MLS is back tournament with the with the outliers of Dallas and Nashville. They, they actually did it correctly, especially yeah. when you're looking at... They did at, a good job. Well, yeah, they did a good job. I, I'm kind of surprised. And... You know, what baseball is doing, uh, you know, you had the Marlins, uh, what, like 12 of their players, 14 of their players and coaches uh, test positive, and it, and it, it caused um, other teams to postpone their games. I think the Yankees included, I yeah. think. It was Yankees and someone else. I don't remember. I want to say the Orioles. I'm not sure. But they had to postpone games. Um, that's not a good look once you're in that, you know, quote-unquote bubble. So, I I I didn't understand why you played the MLS's back tournament to begin with. I certainly don't understand why forcing this season uh, is necessary. 
But let's just go on and say that, okay, somehow they make it work out. Um, this is going to be the biggest asterisk um, along with every, everyone else, except for baseball, because Jock Peterson had a really, really, really good answer to should the World Series champion be, uh, have an asterisk next to his name. He said, well, no. Presumably, nobody cheated to win this year. <laughs> so perfect answer. So baseball has no asterisks for that for for the champ. Well, unless um, you're unless you're narrowly missing uh, uh, batters at at the at the plate, you're not cheating. That's and part of the game. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the game. I'm sorry. That's an unwritten I mean, rule of throwing, baseball. And everyone knows you're it. throwing a ball directly at a player. Uh, you, you know, but but stealing stealing uh, signs and uh, and cheating your way into a World Series, yeah, you don't get suspended for that. Yeah, so. that's cool. Okay. That's totally mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Anyway. Um, got a little off topic there, but the, the, the point is, is that let's just say that it resumes. Let's say it's this same thing, watered down tournament. You're playing LAFC four times, San Jose four times. And, you know, you're in this uh, bubble with these teams that you're going to play. Um, if you are to continue, you're oh four and one right now. No, I'm sorry. You're, you know, four one. you are oh three and two. You have two points. Those two points, by the way, are coming from the same Houston team. Those are the two points you're getting. From. Yep. Um, you have only one goal. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Two goals scored in the run of play. Pavon's banger in the opening game. And Chiradito's goal against Portland. Everything else was a penalty kick or no goal. And Atlanta said, well, if we're going to finish the season, it's not going to be with you. We need to do better. We've had a bad start. We're looking for a championship. If this season is going to go on, we're looking for the trophy. You're not it. The Galaxy right now are off to their worst start in franchise history. Nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. I, and again, I, for several reasons, I'm not looking forward to this MLS season, you know, finishing up. What am I, what am I going to witness as a Galaxy fan? What am I going to witness? It's gonna be horrible if I have to play LFC three more times. And, you're gonna, and take you're gonna those witness three the rounds. process. You're gonna witness the process, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, I, I really wish someone could tell me what that was. I really do. I have no idea. Um, I know it is impossible to start all over again. You can't just get rid of no. twenty-two, you, you know, you twenty-six can't players. No, for yeah, sure, you, you can't. can't you can't no. do that. Um, if you can't get rid of twenty six players, then the next thing is you get rid of the coach. Well, you give up. You 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 get rid of the guy who those players gave up on. The the, the thing is, is that if you look at Orlando, um, Oscar Pereja right now has Orlando playing attractive soccer. They're winning. Yeah. They're currently in the quarterfinals. Um, nobody saw that coming. I'm sorry, nobody saw that coming. Um, look at San Jose and Almeida. There's there's a process right there. You can see it. They're not winning trophies, but you can see that there's a difference. Yeah. Especially in San Jose. Holy shit, especially in San Jose. And I said, look, you're not going to sit there and tell me that those players are better than what the Galaxy have right now. Now, I know some people said, oh, that's, not, not, that's not true. Okay, fair enough. Let's just give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's say Orlando does have a better roster than the Galaxy. Let's say San Jose does have a better roster than the Galaxy. Let's switch coaches. Put GBS in Orlando. Put GBS to San Jose. Who's going to get further? 
If you could say the GBS led team, oh, I'm calling it bullshit. It's it's not the players, not entirely the players. The players have something to do with it, granted. But I don't know, man. A, N- Nani can cross the ball, dude. Uh, it, it, Nani can't cross. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but you have to get rid of the coach. It starts there. And look, my defending the coach in his first year when you guys were telling me, no, a good coach does what he can with his players. I agree. I agree 100%. My defense for that was DTK was brought in here to change the entire makeup of this organization. He's supposed to change it top to bottom, philosophically, culturally, everything. It doesn't happen overnight. We said that. It doesn't happen overnight. Okay? So if you bring in this coach saying, okay, we need to change this. We're going to play a certain way. We need to be more attack-minded, more fluid, blah, 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 all this stuff, and we got to change all this, then we got to get rid of the old guard. We got to get rid of the players that were here that aren't going to play that type of soccer that we are expecting in the future or what we're trying to build here. And that was my thing. It's not his team yet. Let him build his team. At the beginning of this season, we said it in the preseason, leading up to the preseason. I said it. Go back and listen to it. This is now his team. And we were excited for it. This is now his team. This is now his system. Every player on this roster with the exception of Bingham and Perry Kitchen and Jonathan Dos Santos. And no one's going to be complaining about Jonathan Dos Santos because he's not the problem. And Jorgen Chelvik because he's still on the roster. <laughs> There's nobody else on this team that wasn't on this team that you didn't want to be there. This yeah. is, these are your guys. Yeah. This is your re-signed team. Legit, you resigned Legit. Role, you resigned Felcher. Starring people. Everybody. Begin, yeah. Yes. These are your guys. Nothing changed. It got worse. It got significantly worse. That is where I'm saying, okay, you know what? He's not the guy. These are your players. I haven't seen anything different. You're playing the exact same thing as last season. And the one guy that bailed you out is gone. So show me something. You're still not making subs. And I can't even argue like the way I did last year. Hey, who are you going to sub in? Who are your game changers? You have nobody on the bench. Not the same this year because, hey, you handpicked these guys. You promoted these guys from G2. You could have went off and got somebody else. You didn't. These are your guys, top to bottom. You can't use that excuse anymore. Yeah, not only that, but you you know that not only that, but you 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 look at your guys and you you use what you can out of them. You know, if if all if all Cameron Dunbar is going to do is run and cut inside, then put him in there. Run, cut inside, pass the ball to somebody who's going to do something. He was doing more offensively than anybody else on that yeah. team the last three yeah. games, with the exception of Babon. You don't put a, a, a guy. A, a, so here, to me, a guy with a lack of ideas is: I have Cameron Dunbar, I have Gordon Wild, I have Emil Quayle. I'm going to put Julian Araujo, and he's going to be my focal point on the attack. I, he's going to be my playmaker on the right side. Have you seen? I mean, go back and watch the three games. Tell me how many times that you see a player in the middle have open space in front of him where they can move up, they can draw a defender, open up space for somebody else to attack, and they don't take it. Yeah. The first thing that they do is look to the side. Yep. Go back. Because they're trying to get the ball wide. Because they're trying to get the ball wide so that it can get crossed in. That's, that's That's the game plan. Exactly. This is not the players. This is not the players saying, we have no ideas. This is... What the coach is telling them to do. Yeah. Go back and watch it. It's actually 
mind-boggling that you have so much space in front of you, you could attack and make a run. But no, I'm looking to the sidelines. Where's Araujo? Where's Felcher? Where's Insua? Those are the guys I need to get the ball to. And then have one guy in the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the game plan. That is the game plan. Go back. It's... Again, I just don't understand how... how the people okay, in charge you don't see that. Look, you're the you're the expert in South American soccer. I do okay. <laughs> does 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 having more talented players with more talented players? I let, let me let me phrase it this way: with the 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 level of players that GBS had at Boca at Lanús, does this style of play work, or is there a deficiency in the in the tactical side of? the leagues that he's coming from. Look, I mean, it's a little bit of both. You're not going to sit there and tell me that, look, you can run this type of, you know, strategy. And if you have guys that can cross, I mean, fucking pinpoint accuracy with guys whose, but whose still, abilities, abilities are... Figure that out at some point. Right. Granted that you figure it out. The thing is with, with them is that they're able to get the crosses. They're just not reaching anybody. They're able to get the crosses off. Like, if you were going to the side, but you were just shut down, you can't even get a cross off. You were dispossessed, or the cross didn't even get past the first defender. That's something else, but you're getting the, you're getting the ball into the middle. It's just not reaching its intended target. So if you're saying to yourself, look, I got a crosser that can fucking put it on a dime each and every single freaking time, and a guy who knows how to find it in the air, and they have chemistry, they know exactly where it's going, sure, the strategy's going to work. It's not working right now. You don't have any crossers, and you certainly don't have any guy who's any sort with any sort of aerial ability, yeah. or very little of it. So why bother running that that play? So yes, talent and strength. I mean, if your strength is crossing and your strength is heading the ball, sure, by all means, go for it. And if it's working and if it's showing, yes, continue to do so. But don't sit there and tell me that you're going to put in eighty something crosses in the game. And not one of them led to a goal in the entire tournament. Don't sit there and tell me that it's working and that it's effective and that and eventually it's just, yeah, and eventually is going to come in. Yeah. yeah. Something's going to yeah. click. No. Yeah. Statistically, sure. Yeah. Sure. Statistically, one will have to go in even if it's just by dumb luck. Yeah. Chicharita might, might get hit in the face and oh, it went in. Yeah. Sure. But if you're going on those chances, like, man, right now you're betting. Over the fucking tournament. Unless you count the own goal, which was a cross. The cross, I'm not sure, you know, the, the Chicharito goal. I'm not sure if that's just a pass in the box or is that or is that listed as a cross. But it's absurd to think that that's your only strategy when this doesn't fit the players that you have. Yeah. It's it doesn't just... make any sense. And, and the, again, players that you picked to be on the squad. There's no excuse for that anymore. So it's it's just really upsetting. It's just disturbing that the one person that should be seeing this is okay with it, at least momentarily, and that you're going to complete the season looking like this. This is what uh, this is what you're going to see. I said it at the beginning of the tournament. Why would I feel that something is going to change? They didn't change at the beginning of the season in February. Why would I think it's going to change now? I mean, that's what Bob. That's what Bobby was saying. Yeah. And why is it going to change in August? Yeah. Why would it change in August? What makes you think it's going to change in August? We have a rumor, another 
20-year-old Boca Junior player, playmaker, central mid- yeah. playmaker, central midfielder, which is what we need. To what purpose? So that he can be at the, you know, receiving end of those crosses from Velcher? What's the point? Yeah, I, I honestly don't think that, like, that's what we're missing. You know what I mean? Like, GBS is like, oh, I mean, all I have is a cross. Like, well, well, I, I don't have the players to to play a ball through the middle. And, I mean, you know, may, maybe that's that's true. Maybe he doesn't have somebody at the level of this kid that's supposed to be the next Raquelman. But, it, you know, you I, I, I don't think get... that he's going to go. Yeah, why didn't you go get that somebody? Why didn't you go in the get that somebody? Window? Right, exactly. You had how many transfer windows already to go fill up that spot? Why haven't two. you done it? Two. He's had. He's had two. No, he's had more than that. You could. You could have made the argument that he could have done it last year. Oh, he had. He had last. He had last winter. He had this last summer. Oh, and this winter. So this is three. Three, maybe four. Three big yeah. windows. I mean, you you had. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. And again, nothing changed. It's just a stubbornness from yeah. top to bottom. There's a stubbornness in, in this organization that it, apparently it's going to fix itself. It, it's going to right itself. When the championship teams are doing more like, oh, this isn't working, fix it. Yeah. And they get ahead. So, I mean, I, I mean, we'll, Bobby, see, we'll, we'll see at the end of, at the, end of this, the, the, the season, right? Oh, where, we'll see. Where we, Bobby where has we, been really, really, really quiet. I, I need Bobby to say something. I mean, look, Bobby has said everything he's needed Hello, to say. House. This is our episode 195. <laughs> I'm pretty much done. What about you? Um, okay, well, let's, we do have some, some listener questions. Yeah, yes. let's, let's, we let's have some questions that. from Twitter. So uh, let's see. Let's go ahead. Um, so the first question comes from our good friend Brian over from Nag News. It's a question that we've asked ourselves all throughout the show. What process are we supposed to be trusting? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I would love for the team to come out and tell the fans, this is our plan. This is what we're trying to do. This is when you should be seeing improvement. This is what... Yeah, give me milestones. This is our... Yes, give me something. DTK, give me milestones. Give me, give, me, give, me, give me a little chart. You know, use your magnetic charts that you guys print out and say, by, this, by X number of games, you should see this improvement. By yeah. five more games, you should see this improvement. And you know what? Lie to me. Lie yeah. to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what the Galaxy has me, been doing right. to just us give me something. for the just last five years. But yeah. right. well, you know, Chicharito like, give, was the plan, you know. I mean, that was the plan. That was the process? That was the process. The him, plan, him, <laughs> not the process. Did you, I mean, did you guys see? Okay, hold on, hold on. Did you guys see? Okay, he, he was out injured. Everybody accepted. Oh, yeah, he got injured, right? Everybody accepted that as, as the, truthful? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. Did you see? Did you guys see the video of him? Oh, the, and I know the guys at Riot's podcast. No, I just heard you guys telling this. me like he was limping or something. Something he I haven't seen. He was else. he was walking through LAX and then he turned and he noticed there was a camera on him and then he started, started, started limping. limping. Yeah. Now, granted, okay, maybe I've I've done things like that where I'm trying to like stretch out my muscle and you know trying to walk normally. Um, and, and, uh, and then realize like, that's not, not, not going to work. I'm, you know, I'm back to limping. Sure. Maybe, maybe the camera caught him in that moment, but it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. His, his wife, his wife posted a, a video of him chasing his baby around the house today. He doesn't look like he's limping. He's got, he's got a, like a compression sock on his calf. So maybe that gives him a little bit more mobility, but I, and, and you know, granted, he's chasing a baby. 
He's chasing a one-year-old baby, so, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have, have to go full speed, he right? Have to, well, he doesn't have to go at speed, but, you know, he's walking. He's But he's he's making, you know, he's making those little, like, those little steps like you do, like, when you chase a baby. I'm going to get you. Uh, I'm not playing look, that game with Ethan. He, do, he doesn't look like he's limping. Yeah, I mean, it, it, looks, it really is. all right. It, it really is a horrible look when your star player does something like that, you know, bails on the team. Um, I... I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to believe. And like Bobby, I honestly don't care. I honestly don't care anymore. If the if if the organization doesn't care, then why should I? Honestly, if you're telling me I should be okay with this, fine, fuck it, I'm okay with this. Yeah, but don't ask like, me to play like, shirt. Yeah, yeah. D- d- don't sit there and tell me that I gotta go buy his jersey. Don't sit there and tell me that I gotta go buy tickets to your game. It's 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 a bad look. I I. I I want to give Chicharito the benefit of the doubt. I know he didn't want to go to the tournament to begin with. I would have accepted his decision to stay home um, under the circumstances with a pregnant wife. Totally. I get it. I would not have been mad at him for that. Um, I don't know if this is a phantom injury or not. I don't know if it's legitimate. Um, you know, a lot of conspiracy theories are going to be thrown out there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to believe. And you know what? It doesn't matter because I can't do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. Only the organization can do something about it. You want to find him? It's up to you. You want to kick him off the team? You want to buy him out? Find you him. Want to find, find him. him. It was probably their idea. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And again, that's a problem. That's a problem. So, um, whatever. Okay. Process. Yes. Um, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, um, Uncle Dishwasher asks, and this is a, a hell of a question, and um, I'm going to be the last one to answer this. I Bobby, I would like questions. Bo- Bobby, I would love <laughs> for you to answer this first. Oh man! Of these three players, you're stuck on a desert island. You're stuck. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, it's actually worse. Of these three players, if you had to buy one out, bench one, but keep, still keep contracting the books, and re-sign one, how would you do it? The three players are. Legit, people, and Bingham. Oh, yeah, that's a fucked up question, <laughs> dude. Um, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how to answer this. I've got a relatively easy answer. <laughs> I is it? Yeah, this is. Yeah, I can rationalize all of my my. Well, things. then you go can, ahead, David. So can I? You, I, I, you, I think okay, I know okay, what he's going to. You buy a Bingham. You buy a Bingham. Because you can definitely go out and get a better goalkeeper. You bench people because that guy doesn't deserve to play on another team, uh, let alone my team. But you keep him there because you you can see him sitting on the bench and you don't move until we tell you to. Uh, and you re-sign Legette because even though um, he's okay with being mediocre and um, he he's hit his talent ceiling, He's a guy who you can put into a team of better players and he can still be semi-serviceable. He's just not the guy. He can't be the focal point of a team in the way the GBS wants to put him as a focal point of the team. Uh, he can still be a serviceable, you know, occasional minutes kind of guy. Okay, so I'm, I, I actually, if I had to do this, I would just switch people and big them. And I'll give you my rationale. Same thing with the jet. Look, soft, but and I honestly believe that if he had a change of scenery like Zardis, I think he would be more effective. 
if I'm being perfectly honest. I think he would be more effective if he had a change of senior. I think he's over LA right now. Um, so yes, based on these three, Legette would have to be the one you resign. Wouldn't like it, but of those three, that's like the necessary evil. And as David said, you put him around other people, he can be a role player. Don't worry about him being the focal point. Don't worry about him, you know, reaching a ceiling. Dude, you're a serviceable MLS guy. Put him around, guys. You could even like bring him, like substitute him in. It's just like a, a guy to fill in the fill in the void. I'm okay with that. I would get rid of people because the team is significantly worse when he's on the field. So why would you even put him on the field? Buy him out. Well, well you don't I would put him. You, no, 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 because he's still on the bench. It doesn't make a difference. I mean, if, if worse comes to worse, he is still there and you don't want him there. I, I would buy him out. I would put Bingham on the bench and then I would have another goalkeeper. At least if you have a better goalkeeper and if you have a semi-decent defense, once again, off the bench, Bingham could be serviceable. I know that there is that the, the Bingham is like, or at least was, you know, split down the middle, 50-50. You're either defending him or you're hitting him. And you're saying, look, he has a bad defense in front of him. He has faced more shots than any keeper in the league. Mm -hmm. More shots than he has to face. He has more saves than any keeper in the league. Again, more saves than he has to make. If he had a, you know, a competent defense, he'd be fine. You're split down the middle 50-50. I'm okay with that. His contract is up at the end of the year. I want to say about 95% of the people would say, yeah, don't renew his contract. Yeah, definitely no. So, so def it's a definitely no. It, th that's a no-brainer. Even if you're defending him there at a weak defense, you're saying, no, go get a better goalkeeper. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. I would bench him. Get a better goalkeeper. You get a competent defense. He's the backup. It's a serviceable backup. It's a serviceable backup. I'm okay with that. Still a pretty tough question. But, um, yeah, that's how, that's how I would do it. Bobby? Man, I'm still confused. Because the other thing too, because the other reason too is if we get rid of just if you get rid of Legette, you have you have an opportunity to bring someone that's stronger in the midfield, which is something that we're lacking. We need something to drive the ball forward and actually have an attack. If you're just going to be constantly thinking about the defense and and who and if we need Bingham there or not or pe people, you know, yeah, I, I really see this is that's the thing. I just see. Well, here's the thing, Bobby. Exactly. Here's here's the thing, Bobby. Though you can get rid of people and bring in a midfielder. Like you don't have to replace them with the uh, the same player at least that's right. not the way i understand this game to work sure i mean i'm making my own rules but you know <laughs> sure I, i'll get rid of bingham and sign a forward well you're still gonna need, yeah I, I guess i mean if that's the Tom rules Steve i mean whatever or, uh, I'll, 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 right i'll sell yeah. sell two midfielders and buy a donut whatever you know but <laughs> <laughs> you know lucky if you get that <laughs> all right moving you on to, you have to go for the day olds man yeah um Okay, at Lennox CS asks, do the players care enough? Do the management team care enough? No. Again, it looks like we kind of <laughs> touched on this. It's a no. It's straight no. no. Um, or at least it doesn't seem like it. This is the optics. They, it doesn't seem like, with the exception of Jonathan, it doesn't seem like anyone knows what it means to put on this jersey. Um, the people in the front office may say they know what it means to, you know, to be a part of this club, I, I, I mean, I'm not really the sure. They've put on the jersey in successful teams. Yeah, Klein has done that. And I don't know what happened. Yeah, like, it's again, not like has not done that. the era. Jovan, both of them, yeah. Vainas was like that too. I, I just, I, I don't understand what happened between then and now. Again, they're stuck in that era. They're, they're, those the glory days. 
privilege. Yeah, exactly. The galaxy privilege. Those glory there days. We go. That will, I've been waiting for that you guys will... to say it. I didn't want to say it. But there we, but we go. said it already. Yeah, no, we I said know, it last, but, last I know, but I th- in this episode, it was, it was, it was. You guys danced around it by using many other words, but it's just that's just straight up. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's got yeah. Um, so Dan, you know the, the 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 question right there, no, or at least that's what it seems like. And they haven't showed. If they cared, like I said, they would have done something. If they're saying this is not okay, show me it's not okay. Tell me that you're doing something to change that. Tell me that you're doing something to improve it. Right now, nothing is being done. Nah, they're so, busy making so no. music videos with their girlfriends. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. on. And cheating on them, yeah. But that's what the song is about. Uh, my men, my men. My yeah. men, my men. <laughs> Such a dumb song. <laughs> and who's fucking proud of that stuff? Anyways. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, let's, let's move on before we open up that. Um, um, Charlie Arevalo, putting y'all in the hot seat. Would you switch Roll Dawn for Legit? Yes, for me. I think I would. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would too. I think actually yeah. that's pretty easy. Uh, at least at this moment, yes. Second question. Well, Don's a Tomorrow, great, a, a yes. Next week, I, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I don't think Rodon's that great of a player. I mean, I don't think he 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 is a national team caliber player, but I think he's oh, certainly I think he's got a great more MLS player. Yeah, I think I think yeah. he's a really good MLS player. He's a guy who who's gonna get in there and grind and do the hard work. Yeah, and for a while we thought that's what Legette was, but again, if this isn't working, you gotta change something. So yes, I would change Rodon for Legette right now. Uh, second question: Should we have kept Fabio and sold Legit? I don't know about that. I don't think. I don't think the the. I don't think MLS as a whole fits Fabio's playing style. Like you can see, he went down to uh, Pumas and he's doing. Uh, is it Pumas or? Yeah, he's yeah, at he, Pumas. Yeah, yeah, he was at Pumas. Uh, I I think he went down there and um, is doing better, but he's not like lighting up Liga MX. No. You know, he's well. He was a never the guy. Right. But I mean, we brought him in to be, I think, he, a, a focal point in, in the in the right. uh, in the attack, and yeah. um, I don't think that was his his kind of thing. So I I don't know if keeping Fabio really changes anything. Um, I already forgot right now. Him. No. I uh, same thing I with Antuna. Like I saw somebody today. They're like, "Oh, we shouldn't have got rid of Antuna." I'm like, "Dude, do you remember what Antuna was like? He was one yeah. of the most frustrating players we've ever yeah. seen play." Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was um, yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, for me, this is like kind of a tricky question because it goes again. Like, well, look, if this isn't working, then you got to change something. So put in Fabio. Who knows? I'm not really sure. I think at the moment we probably did the right thing. But, you know, it, it's, it's a little. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little easier to say now. Like, would you have done? Like, well, yeah, of course, because he sucks now. You know, um, I think that at yeah, the moment that that was the right decision. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. That's a good point right there. Would you have kept Jossie's art? Is the answer is no. Um, so at the time, that actually was the uh, uh, the best move. Um, moving on, I, I actually I think that's it. Everyone else is just kind of throwing in there, you know, their two cents about trust, yeah, yeah, their two cents that, that, that trust trust the process and you know kind of making fun of it and we need to trust the process and being sarcastic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think the only other question I see here is uh, how many other cities are, is uh, Spectrum yeah. down? <laughs> yeah, my internet That's went crazy. down. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, so Spectrum was down. I'm not sure if it's up right now, um, but 
yeah, that was the only other uh, thing. It's, um, it's hard to tell because like I'm I'm looking at like the spectrum outage uh, hashtag, and there's a lot of people jumping on the fact that like oh people are being bitchy about you know spectrum being down, and then actually, people actually being bitchy about spectrum being down. So I don't know whether or not it's like it's them making fun of the people that are bitching about it, or like them legitimately bitching about spectrum being down. So I, I don't know. I have I have frontier, <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> uh, well, fuck you. All right, um, that's it. That, that's that, that's it for the questions. Thank you guys uh, for uh, sending them in. We always appreciate that. And uh, uh, I think we're done with our group therapy session uh, <laughs> this week. Um, we are uh, at least the galaxy are on hiatus. We really hope that we have something to report next week, like a new head coach or <laughs> um, you know maybe a new player. I don't know. Uh, some sort of news. That'd be like a birthday uh, just, gift. Yeah, just something. You don't want the coach that, that is on his way out to bring in a new player and then him be gone before that player can get here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, I mean, I mean, um, you even, but here's the thing you asked if Scalotto was our way to Messi, then then I'll trust the process. All right, you stick with <laughs> him until I'll Messi wait. gets here. The, the process wait. is the process is we're going to spend a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah. When the transfer See, window opens. And, and this is how that's not, I that's not a process. That's and, and a, that's is, a fucking bad aid. But this is how I but this is how I defend that. Is that if you wait for Scalotto to bring in a player like Messi and you bring him in and then you fire him. You bring in another coach. Um I don't think you would upset that player. Per se, I mean that's what happened with Siggy Schmidt in Seattle. He brings in, um, Lodero. Uh, yeah, Lodero didn't get a chance to coach him, and guess what? The new coach goes on and wins MLS Cup. So uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but I gotta imagine that if you bring in a new coach and the players respond, and you have Messi around you, you're gonna see improvement. So, or you would think that you would see improvement. Yeah, so, but we we'll play we'll play with Messi the way that Argentina plays with Messi, not the way that Barcelona plays with Messi. Well, I mean, Barcelona is a, I mean, that's a different beast right there. Uh, but but I got to figure, and you're right. But for what it's worth, Argentina is playing, you know, the best teams in the world. Where the Galaxy just playing in MLS, Messi will run circles around anybody in MLS, like sure. bar none. I mean, you can literally put ten guys on him and be like, I have nine no, guys open, nah, but fuck nah. this shit, I'm doing this myself. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm hoping that there's a change. I'm hoping that they're just, I, I know the galaxy are back home already. It's not like they're still in Florida. I know they're back home. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I said, she just chasing his kid around. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that something happens. I'm not holding my breath. I think we would have seen something by now, but for sure GBS is on the hot seat. I did not think it would be possible for someone to be on the hot seat after this tournament, but we saw a casualty already, which yes, it's harsh, but it shows a mentality that Atlanta has. The galaxy once had that. We need to get that back. We need to be ruthless. There's gotta be what David said. There's gotta be pressure on everybody top to bottom to have this organization catch up to Atlanta. That is what you're shooting for right now. You're shooting for Atlanta. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode at 195. I have one more thing. I have one more thing. Yes, I have one more thing. I was waiting for you to prompt me, Bobby. I was waiting for you to prompt me. Uh, my, I'm, I'm sorry. Real quick. 
you guys, if you made it this far, please, and that means you're hungry for Galaxy content, independent Galaxy content, go out, listen to Riot Squadcast, listen to Straight from the Stands, listen to the Nag Boys, uh, check out Simply Soccer, um, go look at One Two Threads. They just released their uh, their new uh, collaboration um, and and sold out very quickly today. I think I got my order in for my uh, my IPA, my hazy IPA. Louis, you got yours in. Yes, my, my wife said, do you want this? Like, stop asking me, buy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes, I, I got mine in, too. So I'm, to I'm excited to see that. Um, there, I know there's going to be more stuff coming in, coming out from 1-2-Threads. Uh, go check out Galaxy Artfire and a whole bunch. Go check out Crafty Nurse 16 on Instagram. Um, there's a ton of other, um, you know, people who love the team and who love what this team uh, represents. Um, and or once, it, it, once represented. Yeah, or once represented and and uh, hold out hope that they will be great again. And if they're not, then we'll you know that doesn't change our love for uh, the team and you know because it's our team. But, um, then, but, but that's what the independent content is for. You're not going to get this from the organization. They're gonna they're not going to badmouth themselves, and I don't expect them to. This is what we do. We tell you the ugly side and the truth. This is yeah. what what the corner of the galaxy does, and Riot Squadcast and Nagni straight from the stands. Um, all those guys, they'll tell you. The stuff that the galaxy aren't telling you they have different perspectives different opinions and as david said they all come you know we're taking different roads but we end up in the same place it's still you know you need to do better this is not good enough you need to fix this yeah. so yes listen to all of them they're all great and why wouldn't you want more galaxy content why wouldn't you want more therapy we need as much therapy as possible yeah for sure um and then and then one uh, one more thing and i and, and again um this is just because we have a, a personal relationship with this person um jerry jimenez from straight from the stands uh they it was announced today i'm no. sorry no, no, no sorry no, no, let me no. start over jerry jimenez <laughs> jerry jimenez from heart of lafc podcast uh announced today that they will he will no longer be the host of that show and i don't know if any of you guys have uh delved into the, the the sometimes delusional state of uh of uh lafc uh sometimes independent podcasts <laughs> um jerry was certainly one of the good ones he was very he was always very respectful he was uh, about uh the content and about uh, uh representing his team and and you know even though we didn't agree we were on very very different sides of the lines when it came to our teams he was a guest on our show multiple times uh he was always a good guy when we met up when when we interacted with him in person and, I was on his uh, show, and, actually, and over on twitter yeah um and uh and so that that dude stepping away uh he's not stepping away from uh, you know mls uh you know circles but he's no longer going to be hosting heart of lafc podcast i know a lot of that doesn't mean anything to any of you guys but trust mm -hmm. me jerry jerry's a good dude um yeah, and he so was he really we're, was we're sorry to see him leave the the podcast sphere uh, of of mls um but you know uh, we wish him well and we hope that everything is doing okay uh as far as his family and and for him personally you know and and uh, uh we wish him well like i said so thanks jerry see you later anything else no, Bobby, no. sign off sign off hurry hurry bye bye guys see you next week see ya Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.